Happy hump day, everybody, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets. Powered by BetSports, we are your daily dose of quick and handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always, and in matching sweatshirts, guys, Mr. Andy Molitor. And Andy, we did it. We made it. America. Yeah. I mean, I was just happy with the under, even though I'm getting my teeth kicked in today so far. It's been a, oh, shit, I almost spilled my coffee. Oh, everything is going wrong. Just need to go back to bed. But, yes, America won. And here, here's the fun part about the American soccer team. They're not that good. Like, hey, we're the we're like the 14th best team in the world. Good job, guys. Like, it's exciting. Let's get a little more excited for the next time around. Some of these younger oh, players, you if they are. continue to improve, we could be a top 10 team. So it could be it could be some fun to be had in 2026. But yeah, they are right now the market gives them like a 25 to 30% chance to advance past the Dutch in the knockout rounds, but it was fun to, to, you know, take care of, it was a weak enough group where the price was probably right. It was 50, 50. And we, we came out on the right side of the coin flip, like as far as advancing. So suck it. Iran, uh, definitely suck it. Wales and suck it. Greg Berhalter. My God. It's, it's like every week we watch a shit in, in Sunday too. on on the NFL where it's like, Oh, this coach, Surely this coach has learned his lesson. Surely he won't make the same mistakes again. And it was just the Wales match all over, except without uh, one of our players, WWE, kicking a guy to, to cause a shitty penalty. Although we almost had an own goal late. And I never, never once did I actually believe in my heart of hearts that they would call a penalty on, uh, on the... Uh, like the goalie thing at the end where he slid under the goalie, which is, by the way, I only watched like the last five, six minutes of that game. I had the England match on for the most part. Once that went over, I just I ended up watching a little bit at the end of the U.S. match. I don't like to watch unders when I bet unders. So it's good segue. I will not be watching Mexico, Mexico take on Saudi, Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I will only have the one monitor on soccer, and I will be watching Poland, Argentina. This is a little bit of a lower total game, and I need some, I need these to hit because I need to recoup my morning. Uh, and not only that, I might lose a future. Denmark may not advance. We, the way it currently sits in the They're morning out. matches, in the about the seventy fifth plus minute here, uh, Tunisia would advance if these scores hold. No, excuse me, Australia, Australia. because they went up one nil. So the Socceroos would get through. Uh, if Denmark were to tie it, then Tunisia would go through if they held on to their one nil lead. It is a it is a mess. So looking for uh looking for some late goals here. Maybe I'll live bet uh, another goal to happen in Denmark here in a bit. I'm guessing that's like minus two hundred at this point, but minus one thirty four uh, for over one and a half. All right. Yeah, all right, I'm in. I'm gonna find that and bet that right now. I'll explain this. So Poland, Argentina. Argentina's good. Maybe they can be great, but they have not shown any willingness to play a full 90 minutes of good soccer during this tournament. And Poland, a little bit underwhelming at times, but had some moments. I think they're lively enough to get one here. I, this is a, this is another match, too, where if you look at the standings in this, I believe, yeah, like a, a draw probably would suit them both just fine unless Saudi Arabia did something wild. 
I think Ar- yeah, Argentina would get in over Mexico uh, if if it were a draw, unless Mexico won like seventeen nothing, I suppose. But so a, a draw maybe suits them. But if one team were to score, the other team would be forced to press a little. If Mexico were winning, you probably assume Mexico is going to be winning. So I yeah, and Mexico winning by two plus goals. That's that's certainly lively. Even though it's I did bet this under. I know I did bet this under. I'm going I'm going against that. Like that's the, the thing about betting on narratives. Like they, well, they must could win. Or the uh, you know, oh, this team has to win this, or they're not in the, the they're not gonna be in the college football playoff if they don't win this game. Like, how could they lose? Yeah, because they still have to go do something incredibly difficult, like score three goals against anybody who has made this tournament, even a shitty side like Saudi Arabia. So I, yeah, this totals high, high ish for a reason because Mexico does have to go out there and score a few, but I haven't seen any finishing from Mexico that makes me confident that they will. I think Mexico wins two nil. I took the under in that one. And like I said, I think Poland gets one Argentina answers. It might end one, one, but I think both teams do score and I got a, pretty fat number on that plus 147 on the btts alexa play btts and then mexico saudi arabia i'm not even turning flash score on i'm just gonna check that one at the end i think that's pretty smart i like that i mean it's it's tough it's tough betting unders you're always sweating them out it's no fun and um let's see did anything happen yeah it's i felt bad for you i mean denmark just looks lost did you watch any of the game yeah, it's Great not match, good. Rather. I had a I had a little future on um, exact finish with France one, Denmark two. That's looking very dead right now because you know de- unless Denmark were to score two goals in the last ten minutes plus stoppage, I think that they're out. Um, giving up a goal to the Socceroos is embarrassing as a nation. Uh, I think they should have to give up their Scandinavia card. I Germany doesn't want them. I think they should just have to probably leave Europe, truthfully. This is bad. You can't be losing to, like, the fifth best. Is there? Are they in Asia? Dan, help me out with this in the chat or say something. Is there an Oceana, like, yeah. CONCACAF? Okay. okay. Yeah, there's an Oceana. That's why um, you always see Australia. I think New Zealand's in there with um, a couple other small countries that are there. So, yeah, that's that's why they're basically in the World Cup every time. Do you know? Here's a fun fact before we move. Oh, no, it's in Australia. Asia. Never mind. Okay. Do you know who the highest-ranking Asian side is in this tournament, Noobs, based on FIFA rankings coming in? Based on FIFA rankings. Japan. Mm-mm. And it's not South Korea. Rhymes, rhymes with Japan. That's a hell of a clue. I just have to look at the list. just can't think of what the other team is. Or South Korea. Iran. Oh, well, that sort of rhymes. Yeah, it that's kind of true. rhymes. That I think. I think they're. I think they're. Maybe. Maybe Dan is going to refute this. Doesn't <laughs> start with. Japan. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> the, the pronunciation. The pronunciation is a is a big thing with Iran. Iran, Japan. That rhymes. I know how to say it. I watched the press conference. Also, I don't have to answer to them. So. Congrats to them on a fine tournament, but the USA moves on, and yes, we will Iran. I just have Flock of Seagulls stuck in my head now. 
and the way I say it, it rhymes. So. All right, well, let's head to another country who Denmark couldn't beat in soccer if they were given a two goal lead. Andorra. Does Andorra have Andorra. a national soccer team? They must. Uh, they they certainly do. When you see like early on like qualifying matches for like World Cup uh, when you know ways out from the actual tournament, you'll see some of these like oh, <laughs> like the Canary Islands just lost to somebody or so you know ridiculous shit like that. Like oh, is this a country? Why are they you know why are they in this? So there's like 180 countries, guys. We have to back. Again, back to the Animaniacs. We'll have to get an updated version of that. Play global. And Andorra is hosting a challenger tournament for the ladies of professional tennis. And Tatiana Marie? Is this who this is? Indeed. Tatiana Maria. We're taking the indoor uh, player on hard courts here. Again, really loves playing indoors. It's a great game for it. Talked about this yesterday. The match uh, starts in about... Two hours or so here, um, you know, goes up against Victoria Jimenez, Kassin Seva. Um, you know, the young player has had a really nice second half to the year, but um, I think it's not going to be ready for all the slices, all the play at net here that Maria is really known for. Um, could be a really tough matchup for some of these younger players, again, if they're not ready for kind of all the jump balling and whatnot. Um, like this matchup in general, you know, even before kind of considering the mesh of, t- of the way both of these, like, Players like to play tennis. Um, really like the way Maria's played the last month or so. She's spent plenty of time in Europe playing indoor hardcore tournaments. While Cass and Save has to come all the way over from South America here um, to get into Andorra and play this tournament. Now, she's had a day or two to travel. She should be just fine, maybe from that reason. But um, just don't love that travel spot. Don't love the surface change here. Give me Maria, plus 100. Um, and actually, even I'm looking at plus 105. So the members move just slightly against us here a bit. You can get a little better number. But like Maria, have her outright here. So give me Tatana. Iran does not rhyme with. You know what I'm going to start saying? Iran Swanson. Because Japanese people won't yell at me. They're very. It's a very polite country. They're nice. I know some Japanese people. And I'm going to start pronouncing Japan differently to to stick with this rhyming theme. It is now Japan, because that rhymes with Iran, Daniel. And this rhymes with almost nothing. Well, it probably does. Merrimack actually rhymes with a whole bunch of things. But one college basketball bet so far, I am betting four others. I had a nice day yesterday. If you follow me on BetSperts, I actually took the time. Somebody yelled at me in the DMs. He didn't. He was very nice about it. But he's like, hey, are you just not betting all that? I'm like, no, I'm just lazy and been busy. And life has thrown some absolute lemons my way. Trying to make some lemonade guy. But, uh, yeah, I will be very diligent about putting my bets out on BetSperts. I'll probably end up tweeting them. And, yes, South Carolina State as a 19 and a half point underdog they led that game wire to wire that was an absolute weird one we've had some weird problems um i've talked to other people at some other companies who do some stuff similar to betsperts that you know or, or just people who work with score bugs there's been some issues with data providers where uh there was a, a game you know the other week where the score was reversed and it's been happening a lot more this season so i just kind of assumed like Uh, Maybe it's a data provider thing. Maybe my 20-point underdog isn't currently up by 15 or whatever it was. Maybe they're actually close to losing this cover. But no, they were beating the shit out of the Pirates. So congrats to the SC State Bulldogs for taking down 
the Eastern Carolina Pirates. And then you had two other covers. Montana couldn't quite get there, but the other big dogs did. Today I have another big dog, the Merrimack fighting. Oh, boy, Dan, anybody. The Merrimack Warriors. Warriors. It is just the Warriors. So plus 14 taking on UMass Lowell. I'm not from up there. I'm assuming Probably I'm just not. Is it Lowell? Lowell or Lowell? If it's in Boston, it's Lowell. 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 Dan. Lowell. So UMass, UMass Lowell. I actually, I like this matchup a lot. Like, this is another one where I, I looked at it and like, man, if, if things kind of go to script, this is a game where they could be in it. Merrimack should be the best team in the NEC, which is, I don't know. That's like saying it's the best soccer team from uh, North America. It's not a whole lot to brag about. The NEC just is not one of the North better conferences. You're just ragging on CONCACAF. Just a bummer. NEC, the NEC is a pretty shitty conference. It's not, you know, it's going to send a team to the tournament because everybody does. But this is your best team. They have been one of the better teams in the NEC. NEC, since they've arrived, they just haven't been able to get to the big tournament because they transitioned from D2 to D1, and they weren't allowed. They actually won the conference uh, regular season title their first year as a Division One team, but they said, well, rules are rules, guys. You can't come to the dance, or they weren't even allowed in the conference tournament. Today, though, I do think they keep this close. This is one of those where maybe they don't ever sniff winning. Maybe they don't ever sniff uh, two possession game late, but they're down by eight to 10 the whole time. And the, the cover isn't super maybe uh sketchy whatsoever. I do think we see uh, a, a bit of a problem for Lowell is, and again, I don't know if I'm saying this right. They do have some issues with turnovers. They've played some pretty bad teams as well. Like low end teams, like, uh, I mean, Columbia is horrid and their offense turned the ball over a lot. Brown, another one. This, I mean, they, they played these Ivy schools. They've played some shitty teams. They have played Rutgers. They got beat beat pretty heartily there by a good Big Ten team. But they've played some bad teams, and they've had bad results, not only turning the ball over, which Merrimack is known. They've, they play a tough defense. Their coach preaches defense. They preach steals. They have a nice defensive turnover rate. And then uh, just getting to the line. Like when you're a favorite who turns the ball over, and doesn't get to the line enough, I hate you. I hate your guts, and I don't think you can cover a big spread even against an NEC team. So Merrimack Warriors plus 14, that's the only one that I've actually bet. I Like I said, I'm betting some others. I'll put them out on the Betsports app later today. I have no idea what time this game is. This is the thing that ha- this happens to me now because I'm an idiot. Yeah, there's like a 3 p.m. game. That's not one, though. I had I had a couple games vetted, like waiting to like dig in a little. And by the time I, I'm like, oh, that's a bet. And I went to look for it. Like, oh, that game started at 1 p.m. And he didn't, of course, and of course it won. But so I gotta I gotta be wary of the the times. You don't have that as much in the NBA. There's not usually a middle of the week 11 a.m. game in the NBA, oh, is there now? I can only dream. I miss bubbles. That would be fun. You know people how much love, I miss bubble scheduling. I love afternoon games. Ugh. The afternoon, little matinee NBA. I mean, it kind of rhymes. It's just, it's kismet. We need to do this. But no, yes, Andy, all the games, they start at seven, and there's some eight and nine and blah, blah, blah. But 
Yes, a lot of basketball tonight. The NBA, it's Wednesday night, so we have 13 games tonight and four bets for me. Again, spread it around here, totals, favorites, even an underdog. Um, we'll start with the under here in Wizards Nets and holding my nose, praying to God and betting a Nets under. Um, this has not historically been a good bet for me, especially last year. Nets totals are really tough, but just this number has been pushed up pretty much all day by the market. Um, I just have been happy to wait and kind of play against things here. I mean, look at even a 229 and a half. This might touch 230. If it does, um, I'll probably go back and maybe even take some alt-unders here. Just look at the way the Wizards play basketball. Look at a lot of their numbers here. And the Nets have really slowed down from a pace perspective this year. Doesn't look like the Ben Simmons tonight. He pushes a lot of the fast break and a lot of their points on offensive rebounds. Now, Kyrie Irving, you know, we don't have necessarily a ton of data on him. He is obviously good for overs. But, again, the pace of the Nets has been really down this year. So is the Wizards. And the Wizards have been a solid defensive team. They've been a really good under team this year. This is a total that I have closer to 225, 226 as I start to tweak some stuff. And, again, the only real reason it's – I could get it to 226 was added in the market number itself, which again is 229 and still climbing a little bit. But I'm going to take under tonight and, you know, again, hold my nose and hope for kind of an ugly slog of a game. Again, just don't think we'll get the pace here to get to the number that we're seeing on the board. The Milwaukee Bucks minus five and a half points um, go up against a New York Knicks team. Again, they'll be in New York. This number's all out to six. Happy to play it at six or less. Knicks, three and four, back-to-back. Really brutal travel spot for them. The Milwaukee Bucks, as healthy as they've been all year. Again, still without Chris Middleton, but everybody else has been playing the last few games. They're back to playing the best basketball, probably in the NBA. Again, over a short period of the last couple of games. The team, top to bottom, is really fantastic. Giannis generally plays very well in Madison Square Garden. The Bucks usually put this Knicks team away. I had them closer to seven and a half, almost eight-point favorites here. So anything six or less, happy to lay with the Bucks. The Toronto Raptors, another team that struggled with injury all year that's finally healthy. Pascal Siakam is back. Fred Van Vliet's okay. No Gary Trent Jr. injuries. They visit a New Orleans Pelicans team that, again, a little bit of a tough rest spot for them. Um, played just the other night in a tough game. Going to have no Brandon Ingram, no C.J. McCollum, and this will be a tough game for them. Um, the Raptors match up very nicely. They've got a lot of athletes and, and guys to put around and try to slow down. Um, the New Orleans Pelicans, especially Zion Williamson here, had the Raptors a three-point favorite myself. So anything minus one or better looks good. And we did it on Monday. Let's do it again. Give me the Rockets plus 12 in Denver. Um, like the Rockets the other night, again, one game, Andy, as you know, doesn't really change your model very much. Numbers still really like the Houston Rockets here. I go back and look at that game. Nuggets shot 58, almost 59% from the field. You know, again, not that that's entirely aberrant, but don't expect that to happen again. Um, the Rockets still kept it within 16 points despite being down 25 late. I think we have a great chance again for a backdoor cover here. So let's go back again. And worst case, I'll have lost on the Rockets twice this week. Yeah, worst case. <laughs> you still have your health. You still have your beard. You still have, I don't know, a Philly lifestyle. I get guys. to talk to you every day. And we and we have a Mario Brothers movie on its way. Are we excited for this? I can't. Am. I mean, it can't be worse than the original. So Charlie Charlie Day is Luigi. Oh, I'm in. Yeah, I'm. I'm just so like Chris Pratt. Charlie. Did you Day see the and, original Mario Brothers movie? Yeah, it was rough. Like that's a shitty movie. It, it, it was kind of dark. Like, I think I think uh, the guy who was really made that one. Yeah, I think it was that. that what's his name? Zach. Let me Wilson? see if I can find it Zach here. Zach Wilson's not the guy. Who's the guy who made 300? My God, Zach. I don't know. 
Braff? Looks like the directors were somebody named Annabelle Jenkel and Rocky Morton. Zack Snyder. Rocky Morton, definitely not Zach, a made up name. Zack Snyder's Mario Brothers was not good, so I'm excited for this. Dennis one. Hopper, John Leguizamo. Oh my God, Dennis Hopper was in that. Dennis Hopper would do anything in the 90s, man. Like, really, Waterworld? That was pretty. I like Waterworld. Never mind. Waterworld. So, awesome. Anyway, I will not if have you like Waterworld, Waterworld, give us a thumbs up. Show your support for Kevin Costner and the gang. And I don't know who else is in that besides him and Dennis Hopper. The Kevin Costner girl... is not in the Super Bowl. Oh, oh, the no, Waterworld. Water the little yeah. the little girl, I feel like she went on to do, do She's in Napoleon Dynamite. There yeah. you go. Tina Majorino. My God, what a pull. Anyway, hit a thumbs up for Tina Majorino. John Leguizamo, the Merrimack Warriors, the Houston Rockets, producer Dan, and we will see you tomorrow for some Thursday night football action.